Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 787. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about 13 money-saving tips during covid And that's because people are wondering, what are the money moves you should be making right now? Is there anything specifically you should be looking at? Is there any kind of improvement that's possible? And the answer is yes to all of that. So we'll be talking about 13 different things that I've picked for you to help you during this time of COVID and help you just get your finances in order, feel a little bit more confident about that, and maybe have some things you haven't thought about come into your awareness. So let's get started. Number one, do refinance your mortgage. You know, mortgage rates are still near 58-year lows. I just looked and 30-year mortgage rates are at about 3.08% and 15-year mortgage rates are at 2.53% today. They're up just slightly recently. And these rates are fantastic rates any way you look at it. The average interest rate over the long term is more like a 6 to 7% interest rate. And that's where rates normally should be if we were in normal economic times and if everything was back to normal. So getting a 3% rate or thereabouts is phenomenal. And using the rule of 72, that means that the years times the interest rate is the time it takes for money to double. In this case, it would be the time it would take for your loan size to double. And that would be 24 years at a 3% interest rate because 24 years times 3% equals 72. And so it will take 24 years for your loan size to double at a 3% interest rate. So you see at a very low interest rate, your debt is not growing quickly. That's why not all debt is the same. And low interest mortgage debt is not bad debt. In fact, it's much smarter to have a mortgage and pay 3% interest than it is to pay off your mortgage and forego saving for your retirement because your retirement money needs to grow and compound and be invested. And the problem with paying off your mortgage ahead of time is that people are diverting their funds from investing in their retirement to paying off a 3% interest rate in their mortgage. And that is a critical mistake. By doing that, you're not going to build a million dollars in your retirement portfolio and you're going to pay off 3% interest that doesn't grow very fast. I know that there's this emotional argument that you feel so much better having your house paid off, but what price are you paying for that? You are paying the foregoing, the opportunity cost 
of investing in your retirement plan and being able to grow a million dollars in your retirement plan. This is a serious mistake in my opinion. Number two, do save more. Beware of online shopping. It is prime days right now and people are shopping like crazy online and we're having early Black Friday shopping, early shopping for the holidays. I get it, it's fun. You're at home, there isn't much to do. You're looking for some entertainment and maybe for some bargains, but just be careful that you're not doing too much online shopping. Number three, you do wanna save more. You do wanna take your stimulus checks and save them. Create your emergency fund. If we get round two of stimulus, save that in your emergency fund. Number four, you wanna start prioritizing any large purchases that you're going to make. So start thinking about, are you looking for another car? Are you looking to remodel your home? What are the big ticket items that you're looking at? and start prioritizing, start creating a budget for what that remodel might look like. You know, we'll talk more about remodeling at the end, but these are things that you want to start prioritizing. What are your large items that you're going to be spending money on? What are your big ticket items? Number five, don't touch your retirement accounts. Even though there are some provisions for dipping into your retirement accounts early, You want to keep your retirement money separate and keep thinking about it as if you can't do anything to touch it until retirement. Once that money's put into the account, it's gone and it is being invested until you retire. That's the way to have success with your retirement account and that's the way to get your compounding going and to reach your financial goals. Number six, stay invested. So don't panic and sell your stocks. If you can, do some dollar cost averaging in. Keep doing your 401k contributions. If they are matched, you're getting free money. And that is the best investment that you can make is to get more free money. So keep investing in your 401k. Increase the amount in your 401k if you can. And continue to take a long-term view with your investments. As we saw this year, the market can be very volatile. But just like it declined about 30% very quickly, it also rebounded and went to new highs very quickly. But the key was to stay invested and is to stay invested for the long term. Number seven, review your asset allocation. You know, the stock market has been volatile, as I said, but it's also been very crazy in just a handful of tech stocks. And a lot of people are very overweight just a handful of tech stocks. So I would review your asset allocation, make sure that it's not completely out of whack, and also be careful where your brokerage account is. That new app that has a lot of young people investing through it has had some major hacks and people are losing their entire account balances according to recent news. So be very careful what brokerage firm you are investing with. Make sure it's a firm that can execute your trades and does not freeze up. Make sure it's a firm that does not have hacks where your money gets stolen and it's a long-term reputable company. Number eight, 
consider adding some silver to your portfolio. Different forms of silver that I like is number one, physical silver coins in your possession. This is a great time to buy. Silver is still a bargain. And the uncirculated silver coin, proof coin, is just getting an increase here in price to $67 a coin, even though silver is at $24 an ounce. So the uncirculated proof coins are getting a jump in price from the mint. That tells me that they're having a harder time getting silver and they don't think that they're going to be able to put out that many coins, possibly. The good news is you can still go out and contact silver dealers and pay $5 over spot approximately, so around $29 a coin, you can still get uncirculated silver coins. We don't need to have proof sets. Usually the coins you get are uncirculated, but it doesn't matter if they're circulated or uncirculated. We just like silver. You can also buy it through PSLV which is not my favorite way for you to buy it. I'd rather that you have it in your possession, but that is an alternative. I'm not a fan of SLV, so I do not recommend owning SLV. I would stay away from that. Number nine, for retail shopping online, use retailmenot.com as a source of coupons. Yes, you can save shipping and handling sometimes by using retailmenot. You can just go to whatever store you're going to buy from. Let's say it's Lululemon, and perhaps there's a coupon there at Retail Me Not where you don't have to pay shipping and handling. Or they might even have a sale that day where if you're buying a particular item, maybe it's sweatpants and they have a 20% off coupon there, you can use that at the Lululemon site and save that 20%. That's just an example. That's not a real one, but there are coupons there at retailmenot.com that can save you tens of dollars and maybe even hundreds of dollars. So check out their coupons there. I use it all the time. It's a great way to not have to pay full price for something or at least save on shipping and handling. Number 10, I recommend that you keep more cash on hand than you normally do. We are susceptible to cyber hacks, to internet interruptions, to cash machines going down. I recommend that you keep more cash on hand than you normally do. What if we weren't able to access our accounts electronically? How much cash would you have to go buy some groceries, go buy some medicines or pay for gas or whatever things you need for a few weeks? I would keep a couple of weeks of cash on hand hidden at home. Number 11, buy some extra food and water. Yes, these are the days of supply chain disruption. We still have some potential in our future for more disruption. And I recommend that you stock up on extra food, extra water, and make sure that you have some on hand. And finally, number 12, if you are remodeling, which it seems like so many people are, and according to contractors all around the country, they say they are booked up for months, Make sure that whatever you're using for your remodel, that you already have it ordered and in hand. And that's because certain cabinets, certain refrigerator parts, 
certain other items that are made overseas in certain countries are not as available as they used to be. So people are having difficulty getting refrigerators in some cases. People are having difficulty getting their cabinets. So make sure whatever you need, the stone for your floor or the cabinets or the faucets or whatever you're going to use for your remodel, order them first and have them on hand, store them in your garage and make sure you have all the supplies. Otherwise, you're gonna start your remodel and find out you can't get a hold of certain things and then you're gonna be stuck with a remodel partially completed for maybe an extended period of time. So make sure you have everything you need ordered for your remodel before you even start and then make sure that your remodel stays on budget. These are big dollars that you're spending when you're doing a remodel and it's easy for that remodel to get out of control. So make sure and stay on top of where the bills are, what the labor is, what everything is costing. Really try and stay on top of that. It can cost or save you thousands of dollars. All right, so I'll do a quick review of your 13 money tips during these times of COVID. Number one, do refinance your mortgage and do use a mortgage and also save for your retirement. Number two, do save more. Number three, beware of overspending with online shopping. Number four, prioritize any large purchases that you're making and plan well for those purchases in advance. Number five, don't touch your retirement accounts until retirement. Number six, Stay invested and dollar cost average. Keep a long-term view. Number seven, review your asset allocation. Make sure you're not too overweight in any individual stocks or too much technology and stay away from any apps that are not reliable for trading. Number eight, add silver to your portfolio, preferably silver coins in your possession. Number nine, Use retailmenot.com for discount coupon codes for any online shopping. Number 10, keep more cash on hand. Number 11, stock up on food and water. And number 12, if you're remodeling, get your items in stock first and watch your budget closely. Those are my 13 money-saving tips during this time of COVID. I hope it helps you save some money, make some wise spending decisions, and overall come out of this in a better position. If you are looking to increase your knowledge about finance, check out my book, You're Already a Wealtherist, Now Think and Act Like One, Six Practical Steps to Make it a Reality Now. In there, you get your Wealtherist tips of all things you should be doing for financial freedom, and you get your millionaire action plan. And it's for women and men love it too. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.